right, welcome back to Nitty Gritty. This week we're going to have a little bit of fun, and Cam and I are just going to jam on a couple of things. And it's fun to do this every now and then, Yeah. Um, just to kind of chat about stuff. I have one serious question and one fun question that's going to make this podcast episode. I like that, of course, Andrew's the one with the plan. <laughs> <laughs> about hey, 30 sh- seconds don't let him know <laughs> don't let him know so here's my question to you we look back on we'll call it our season two right of nitty-gritty and we've had some pretty fun guests it's funny because i kind of i don't forget who our guests are but it since it happens every week it's like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> anyways since season two started i mean it started with Corinne, right? Mint Arrow. Right. And then Lisa and Scott and Dr. Chitty. And but my question to you is of all of the guests, which guest impacted you in such a way that you've done something different since that oh, interview? Gosh dang. That's a hard question to answer. Just <laughs> Yeah. I'm going through the list right now. So we had Jody and, you know, um, Oh, never mind. This is easy. I have two. Oh, okay. I have two. Well, I have one. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a two part answer. Okay. There's one that has made me like, in all honesty, has really changed my life. Okay. And then there's one that just made me feel special and loved and just hold my head because one of these days. We will share. I, I've been going through something kind of hard the last few months, and I've kind of kept it close to my chest. We're to the point now where I will soon share what that is. But one of the guests really helped me with that Who? trial, and then one made me just probably gave me a little bit of fuel to keep going with just how much she has cared okay. and has checked in. Okay. Both women, of course. I guess there's a good probability of that with our guest list, but- <laughs> So Corinne, Mint Arrow. Okay. We have become pretty close. And she has recognized some things in my personality that are very similar to her husband's. Okay. And and pointed something out that What was it? Codependency. Okay. And like I just called that out. Yeah, like it's I have no problem talking. I mean, it's codependency is a very like it's a minefield as far as like it means everything. Like sure. it, there's so many different meanings. It's almost like you can pretty much peg anybody as codependent, but it's basically, I mean, in a nutshell, it's not valuing myself more than I value everybody around, like making everybody else's problems my own because in all reality, I'm not happy inside of my own life or yep. in my own skin. Right. Um, and she gave me a book called codependent no more. Um, and with, those of us with ADHD, it's a very common trait. Sure. It's also very common for our spouses to take that on because it's it's almost like being married to an addict. And that's generally where you find codependent people or spouses sure. of addicts. Um, but we also, most of us get it from our upbringing somehow. And I have always kind of been a pleaser. Like I've always wanted to like please my dad and have him be impressed with me and just kind of felt like I could never get there. Yeah. And <clears throat> And I was really doing that inside of my, uh, all my relationships. And so, um, that book was, it was almost third door style. Like it was not one day, but it was two. 
Like I just plowed through that thing because it just, it was so fascinating. And there's stuff I agree with in it and stuff that I don't agree with, but it was, I was a guest on her podcast, Yep. you know, talking about ADHD and um, we ended up talking for like 40 minutes over Zoom after we were done recording. And she was just very matter of fact, just like, let me tell you what I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. And so I bought the book that day and it, I mean, it really changed okay. my outlook on things. Who's and then the other one, it's Jody. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to miss her middle name, her Orgill, Orgill, right? <laughs> Jody Orgill Brown. Like she has the day that we recorded, she gave me a hug afterwards, which is probably not an, not, you didn't see that, but I was emotional a couple of times. And the thing, this trial that I'm referring to really kicked off a few days before yeah. we recorded with Jody. And man, she just said, there was something that she said, and it just like waterworks. It was afterwards, and she just gave me the biggest hug, and it just made me feel so, it was so genuine. Yeah. And once every few weeks since then, she just, it's not just how are you doing, it's just you are loved, you are special, you're such a light, like I think about you all the time, I love you, my friend, yeah. I hope everything's good. Just so Jody. For sure. And so those are two people that I, you know, as I look back and as I get, you know, overcome this completely, I will look back and be very, very grateful. Like, that's, what's so cool about this, right? Like it's not just stories in a podcast. Like there's true connections made. Yeah, for sure. And those are two women that for the rest of my life, I will always look back and be very grateful that God put them in my path. Well, it's funny that those friendships were formed on on a podcast, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like in in a couple of hours, you can form, you know, this type of relationship with someone that will right. last who knows how long. But it's it's pretty awesome. It is awesome, and you know, we we have such an unconnect disconnected society now. What's cool about a podcast is we kind of play into that because you're probably using your phone to listen to it, <laughs> yeah. but it's. It's what we are all missing out on. These are real conversations face yeah. to face. Like Andrew and I like to do face to face wherever we can, which I think we have all but one, right? Yeah. These are face to face interactions that it's such a, a strong reminder that we should be doing this every day. Yeah. Like get off your phone in the elevator because you feel awkward. Like say hi to somebody. Yeah. Like ask somebody how their day's going. Well, you want to have a conversation to talk to them, make friends. I mean, th that's how we make new friends. And it, I've never really thought about the fact that we're probably making less friends than we ever have. And how much are we all missing out on? Like if we just keep our same little comfort zone bubble for the rest of our lives, which our phones are really making us do that. The metaverse. It, it's how, how, like how much are we missing out on? God put us, we're all here to help somebody else out. Sure. You know, like, so if you don't put yourself out there, you're missing out on amazing support and amazing new friends. Like if it wasn't for this, I don't meet Jody and, and Corinne. Yeah. And that would be really, really sad. Yeah. So anyway, that's my answer. How okay. about you? Um, I need to be prepared to answer the questions I ask, huh? <laughs> well, I want to make, I'm going to change the question up to match more my own answer. Yeah. Is there somebody that one, like you said, your question, 
that you learned something that you actually like implemented into your daily life or changed you. But is there somebody that just you felt a real cool connection with and that you're still friends with since the podcast? Um, Maybe they're one and the same, but I think that probably is one and the same. I will say, and we've always talked about it, but it continues to, and I guess surprise is the wrong word, but it continues to like delight. Is that the right word? Me? I like that actually. Like, yeah. The genuine friendships that we do form with our guests. Oh my gosh. I have this written up here. Surprise, surprise and delight. Yeah, look at, <laughs> yeah. That's from Danny Meyer. Um, my favorite food podcast. It's the, oh, he's the founder of Shake Shack. Okay. And that's like his motto for his staff, like yeah. surprise and delight. Yeah your customers. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. So I think, because I think you can go through and, you know, you do establish these really cool relationships. Like you were just talking like right. Shari still, I, you know, I wanted to mention Shari, and like Carl and all of these guys, I will say uh, the last, uh, whatever, 15 episodes, I think the one that I felt a, a cool connection with that has been really good has been, uh, David Butler. Oh yeah. Oh, so, that one was just so fun Damn, for me I because use that one too. Like the conversation has been so top of mind as far as, you know, church and religion and spirituality and Christian and, you know, loving Christ and neighbors. Like there's been so much stuff going on right. and I've had so many conversations offline with people about these types of things that that conversation with him was was so much fun. And it's one of those things where like, there is still something eating at me where it's like, okay, there's something more to be done with him. So David, if you're listening, we're going to figure something out because there's something else. But that's also one of the episodes where I've gotten more people that have kind of reached out to me privately and told me how that episode impacted them, which is also interesting, super cool because it's like, that's a good third part of the question. Yeah. It's like, because of this episode, I did this. And like, there is nothing more rewarding for me. Like, that's why I continue to do nitty gritty. Right. Is that right there? Like, selfishly, it's the relationships. I get to talk with people. But I could do that over lunch with someone. Right. You know what right. I mean? So selfishly, the reason why I continue to do it is when I do hear from someone that said, I heard this, but more importantly, I did that. And it's like, oh my gosh, that impacted you in such a way you actually took action and the actions are meaningful. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I talked to this family member or, oh, I did this, you know, and I think we've had a handful of those episodes where whatever it is, it, you know, it, it strikes a nerve with someone. And so when I hear that, it's like, okay. It's worth it. The headache of sometime doing this and running through all of the stuff is is worth it because that would have never happened without it. Yeah. You know, and so I think for me, that's been one of those episodes and David's one of those dudes where it's like, yeah, there's like I I just I relate to him on on a such a deep level on how he approaches life right. and the gospel and church and Christ. That it's like, okay, dude, you're my guy. Yeah. Oh, he had such a, I'm still so floored at just, I listen to his podcast. Like that's how I do my weekly study. Sure. It's his podcast. Cause it's just, golly, he thinks about things I would never think of. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's special. Okay. Now you're ready to have some fun. We are, yes. we are too serious. Yeah. I'm a very serious person. Okay. So 
It's my wiring. Is it A, time for Thanksgiving, or B, time for Christmas? It's Thanksgiving, damn it. Nope, it's not. This is such horse. <laughs> I'm so over this Halloween to Christmas crap because you're ruining Christmas. Oh, that Johnson Files, that Johnson Files video the other day. Did you watch that where he's singing Thriller at 11.59 p.m. And then right at midnight, he's like, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> like, I, it's so funny. I, Christmas is such a big deal to me. Like, I love everything about Christmas. But I learned right after my mission that if I start doing Christmas before Thanksgiving, about a week before Christmas, I am over it. Like, I'm over the music. I'm over the, the cheer. I'm over all of it. And it's like, so I made a very big rule. Plus, Thanksgiving is awesome. And so it's like, overrated. I, I, mean, I don't think it's overrated. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. But that's why I brought this up because I knew where we stand on it. <laughs> right. It's, it's like, I, until Thanksgiving dinner is over, I will not listen to Christmas music. I just won't. I'll put Christmas lights up a little early if I have to, but that's only because if you don't do it, you can't get anybody. I used to hang my own, but my my roof pitch is way too steep. I used so. to hang my own. Oh wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm a hardcore. Okay, so let Christmas me ask, doesn't start until Thanksgiving. So why do you like Thanksgiving? The food. Okay, but okay, so let's break this down. I, there's no meaningful part of the holiday for me because I mean, those we're celebrating a bunch of people okay, that but, stole land from the Indians. Okay, but, but let's let's be real for just a second. <laughs> Is Thanksgiving dinner really that good, or is it just the nostalgia, the tradition of it? No, it's really that good. It, it really if, isn't. If it's at the right house, it really isn't. The only thing really good about good. Thanksgiving is Kim's sweet potatoes. That's a big part of it. But like mashed potatoes, meh. I don't know. Ashley makes. I could eat her mashed potatoes all day long. But you get them all year. Um. There's nothing like. I mean, I guess that's true. Turkey, meh. It's good. Yeah, you. no, Cam's turkey is awesome. Yeah, but okay, so that's actually a second. But you can get that all year. You can get that all year. Right. Cranberries, meh. Stuffing, wah. Most of the pie, meh. Will you not ruin this for me? You're right, though. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. So hold on. Like Thanksgiving dinner is the most aggressively mediocre dinner <laughs> that people will prep two full days for. <laughs> It's. I don't think it's just about the dinner. I think it's a family thing. But like, here's but the for thing. divorced families, it makes it hard. Like my family's like, do I go dads? Do I go moms? In laws? Like it's like three now. But you're right. If I'm being real, yeah, I, I don't care about the holiday itself. I do appreciate football and dinner. Like I like Thanksgiving Day. <clears throat> but for me, it's basically just the stopwatch for Christmas. Like that's the hard date. Like as soon as Thanksgiving Day is over, not because the holiday's over. It's just I know that if I start it that day, it's going to last through Christmas. So maybe that's half of what Thanksgiving is to me. <laughs> it's a, a calendar reminder it's that Christmas starts Christmas. now. Because <laughs> like, like I just don't understand. Like there's multiple days of cooking, and then like my grandma was so funny. She always used like her finest china. Paper plates was like an abomination. I know that. And so part then there was like hours of cleanup after. And so really, at the end of the day, all it was was prep, eat, and clean up. Like there's no like hanging that's out. That's my career. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. 
That's so true. I start at 3.30 this afternoon for tomorrow. I know and I'm in the I minority, but I'm like, again. just give me Christmas. Like I was telling Jenna, I was like, I could, I would rather have like tacos for Thanksgiving. <laughs> See, okay. We don't disagree there. <laughs> I am totally okay with Thanksgiving being whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Like food wise. I do love as Thanksgiving long as dinner. Sweet potatoes are there. Right. Like I love good. yams and apple. There are just things that you don't really eat any other time. Like stuffing, yams and apples, sweet potatoes. Like those are things that, and like rolls. I, the turkey's cool, but I'm with you. I'm there for the sides. Like for Thanksgiving, for me, like it's all about the sides. And that's me. I love cream I... corn. I even love the stupid green bean casserole. Like I love all of it. But would you love it if it wasn't Thanksgiving though? Yes, I would. But okay, you really don't eat those things unless it's Thanksgiving. That's my point. Like if someone randomly had that like Sunday dinner, would you be like, oh my gosh, this is so? I good. would be stoked. Easter kind of has that flavor to it. Like kind of, yeah. I feel like you get kind of like you know ham, funeral potatoes. Sometimes the sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes, but like I would so much rather have Thanksgiving dinner prepared, and so I like the love, whole family can just hang out, eat, and then just be done. Well, a lot of people do that now. I, I mean, know, that, I that makes it. me a lot of extra money on Thanksgiving. I know that, which is great. So thank you. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> yeah, the, funny, the link I, is up now, folks. Just go to the well, Bam Bam's Instagram. Well, because for it's in-laws Thanksgiving this year, right? And so, I don't. I can't keep track. And so we feel like it's in Las Thanksgiving every year. We were, we were joking though because Jenna's like, "Well, what should we do?" And then how we do this? I'm like, well, "Let's just order food." And like Kim's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no family member of mine is eating out for Thanksgiving." <laughs> it was just so funny. Like, but what if those people that you buy it from make it better than you? Like, I'm sorry, you're not gonna make as tur- you're not gonna make turkey as good as mine, right? I will agree with that. I've so, never had turkey better than this turkey. I will 100 percent agree. Thank you. But um, but I agree with her. Like you're not gonna get the sides. It's just funny because like so for me I hold like no emotional attachment to Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. So for me it's like bring on Christmas. Like I want the lights up. I want the music on. <laughs> and you don't get I sick wa- of it. I want people being happy. Yeah. Like Christmas is like, happy. Bring on Christmas. Like we can just and super rude. I think you should be grateful for the supply chain issues because I feel like Christmas got here earlier than it ever has before. And everyone's freaking out like, you got to buy your stuff right now. It's not going to be here. I'm th- like, this should be the year of experiences. Get rid of crap because of the supply totally chain right. issue. This should be the Christmas of experience. Yep. That's that's our challenge. Nitty like gritty that. is challenging you to have the Christmas Let's of experience. Let's title this episode Christmas, Make the, the Christmas of Experiences. <laughs> We don't even have Temple Square this year, though. Why? It's all under construction. Oh, it's all closed. Yeah. So go Ooh. other places. There's other cool lights. And that's the other thing. Like some neighborhoods have the raddest lights now. That's the thing. I will say our neighborhood is an epic light neighborhood. Well, we have that one house that yeah. is nuts every year, the Stewarts. But you know you know what's funny, though? It's funny that you're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. I've decided that next year I want to – like I have always had – the urge to go all out for Halloween, like graveyard murder, like blood, <laughs> scary, like my whole yard. I'll come be a clown. Like, well, it's funny we do this trunk or treat thing around this yeah. whole like park, right? And it, it just hit me like next year I'm going to buy the rapiest van you have ever seen, <laughs> and there's going to be blood splatter on the windows and strobe lights and clowns, like kids because you know everybody tries to make theirs a little scary or whatever like i'm gonna go nuts yeah like i want it to look like a crime scene 
And the kids are going to have to walk up and say, trick or treat. Like, and yeah, I want you popping out as Pennywise. Like, yes. I want it to be just terrifying. And then so, I want to park it in front of my house. And that's part of the thing, too, with Thanksgiving. Like, you don't like get yeah, there's no for fe- Thanksgiving. That's totally true. And like, our. It's our, a meal. Thanksgiving's yeah. a meal. And it's so overrated. Well, let's not, let's not. I still need to sell turkey. <laughs> so it's very special to be with your family <laughs> over turkey. That is true. Right. I mean, but that's. I do love the meat. I, I like Thanksgiving Day. I like football. I love being with family. I right. do. I I love everyone's getting together. Right. You know, Thanksgiving, you do come. You are grateful. And we do All have of, Kim. The food is good. Like Yeah. And me. Like, I'm sure I'll bring turkey. Yeah. The food, like, I will say the in-law Thanksgiving is always super tasty. Oh, for sure. But, but yeah. Wait, are we doing it at your house? Please? I don't know. Oh, please. <laughs> please, please, please. But We're doing it at your house. I don't know. Why would we? We talked about doing it there. <laughs> There's. I don't want you to have to be the house, but why would it not be the house? Like, there's no room in the Woodward house. Like, and there's, like, the kids are just right on top of it. Like, we'll, just we'll, send them down to the gym. We'll talk about it. Chain the door. <laughs> there's we'll a throw lock. food through the windows there's a lock in it we can lock them in i did <laughs> oh that on purpose gosh, that would be amazing anyway but like so our last thought going back to the festas right that's why i love christmas too is i love like christmas lights and when people go big i love our new neighborhood like they make us feel unfestive like the our old house like we were the only ones even just put a Christmas light up. So it's right. like, oh, you guys are do that you have guy. lights up already? We're, get, we're getting them put up. But all our neighborhood, all of them already do. Wow. But they all decorated for Halloween too. Like they all had like right. the cool like smoke machines and like you'd walk up and like lights and I was like- to look like the Thriller music video. Yeah, I was like, oh, these guys are awesome. But right. to your point, it's like, I want to go out. Like, I want to do that next year. It's, and it's not keeping up with the Joneses. Don't no. think it's that. It's You're that was it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I want to participate in the fun. It, right. That I think neighborhoods that get into it—that's it's not keeping up. It's just you're creating an awesome environment. Like, and like you're I'm excited an awesome for Christmas for this neighborhood to see what it's like. But yeah, this morning coming in the podcast, I was like, this would be a funny question because I know you love Thanksgiving. I lo- I might have changed. I love the meal and I love. I've the convinced family. you to change. No, it's I love the meal, but I don't. Really I give totally a crap changed about, his mind. Everyone, I don't give a crap about Thanksgiving itself. <laughs> For me, Thanksgiving is a good meal, a family day. I and totally at midnight, did. I get to start Christmas. It's like my hard start. Let's but, put up Christmas lights tomorrow. No, actually, I don't mind Christmas lights. And turn them on. It's mu- for me. Christmas is the music. Mariah Carey. I like Mariah Carey. Like for my I read fav- something about Wait, the amount of money on. she makes on royalties for Christmas. Well, oh, like, didn't you see that meme crazy. of like Mariah Carey coming out of a grave? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it must be Christmas time. Like she's relevant again. <laughs> it's do you so have awesome. do you have a favorite Christmas album or two? That's a good question. Like mm-hmm. the music part of Christmas has always been probably the biggest part of Christmas for me. Like I love it. But if I start listening too early, I hate it. So I do love Christmas music, but I'm not like that guy. I, I, I don't I don't even pay for like a music streaming service, so I only have the radio what? for music. What is wrong with you? I know. I know. I don't pay you for- You don't have Apple Music? No, I don't have- What? I don't have Spotify. You have Apple TV? No. Oh, God. <laughs> when I'm in the car, it's podcast and books. Wow. You, don't, you probably don't even have Sirius, huh? No. Oh, my God. I have all of them. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. And I use all of them. I don't. I have one ultimate. It's Frank Sinatra Christmas. That's my okay. ultimate number one. But I have a bunch. Like Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Harry Jr. Connick is an excellent Christmas. Anne Murray. Nobody probably even knows who that is. Canadian like folk or country singer. But that has always been a huge Christmas album in our house. I want to hear people's like favorite Christmas. I want. I'm going to make people think about Christmas. I want to hear what your favorite Christmas album yeah. is. Drop your top three. Do you have a station? Like one? Do you subscribe? Are you one of those See, weird people that Sirius. subscribe to like a streaming? Just listen to the radio. It's FM not weird to F- subscribe to a FM, music service. FM 100 is just fine. No, it is not. <laughs> you have on Sirius. You have like 12 different channels of Christmas music. Christmas country, like. You have like big band. Do you have like Christmas rap? Uh, they have like R and yeah, they have like an R and B station, <laughs> like a Christmas. <laughs> but I pretty much just listen to country Christmas, and then like big, like it's all the like Nat King Cole, Rat Pack, you know, fifties type stuff. I love that old traditional Christmas music, but but yeah, I can't just listen to because. You got some weird stuff on it. Oh, yeah. Like, this, like, like you'll have Barry Manilow Christmas. And like, yeah. And then you, go to like Peanuts. And then you hear them like over and over and over and, then, and yeah, over. Yeah. And, and then try Trans Siberia. Actually, Trans Siberia, they have their own channel on Sirius too. But anyway, that's so funny. It's funny. Like, yeah. How do you do Christmas? Give us your top three albums and what are some and you're crazy welcome. things. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mer- Merry Christmas, <laughs> you filthy animal. Yeah, the movies. Like we could go to movies too. Like everyone probably has the same, but Home Alone, Elf. Cash, Cash did try to put Elf in yesterday, and I was like, "No, I'm not ready for Elf." Yet. Okay, so see, I will, get, me I will get sick of Elf because it will be on a loop once it starts. Yeah. So I was like, "Ah, uh, we can wait on that one a little bit." I agree. Polar Express, kind of weird, but I still like it. I mean, for me, it's Christmas Story, Elf, and Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Like, that's probably... We'll watch all the Home Alones. My kids are old enough now where they all like them and get into them. Home Alone's amazing. The original's the best. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm so mad that Will Ferrell didn't do a sequel to Elf. Turned down like $22 million, too. I know. I was just reading about that. But he didn't want to spoil the first one, which I respect that. But it's... Anyway. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Always, 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 thanks for listening. We've got... Some fun guests scheduled coming up. Um, I got pulled over the other day, and she's coming on the podcast, the police officer that pulled me over. Yeah. She was so nice. (laughs) Just this sweet, like, female officer. And I'm like, I just thought of Isaac. I was like, she's so, like, kind and just had a great personality. I'm like, I would love to hear the perspective of a female, like, being a female officer, a police officer. I'm like, would you ever come on the podcast? She's like, absolutely. I'm like, can I get your number? sure and we ended up knowing like she went to school with steve warner my cousin and small world but anyway isn't that so funny so thank you merry christmas happy new year (laughs) happy thanksgiving everybody (laughs) holy hell